ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Here is your host, Mike Dendero. Are you ready? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 320 of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm Mike Dendero, and today we have a super stacked show for you. We're talking all about The Rock's return to the WWE. It broke the internet. We have so much to talk about. But first, shout out to all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers. If you don't already, follow along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, and on X at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the show right now. Finally, The Rock has come back to the WWE. We're going to talk all about that. But first, thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Wednesday. Like you do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Shout out to all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers who've been riding since day one. Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate everybody for all the love and support. Ladies and gentlemen, I finished the podcast on Monday night. Right before Monday Night Raw, I put it out. And then all of a sudden, the internet breaks because The Rock has returned to the WWE and I was like, damn, did I put it out too early? I cannot wait to get on the podcast on Wednesday. So I'm so happy that we are here because I was shocked. I am insanely excited about The Rock returning. And with The Rock teasing a possible matchup with Roman Reigns, I felt like it was only right to get on today's show and talk about the possibilities of what this means. I also want to debate a little bit whether... The Rock versus Roman Reigns is a bigger matchup than Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. And there's a lot that goes into that. We're going to talk all about that. We're going to be talking a lot about tonight's episode of AEW. And we're going to also be talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom. The biggest show of the year for New Japan Pro Wrestling taking place tonight. Technically tomorrow, but in the middle of the night tonight if you're in the United States. I am so hyped for that show. We have a lot of big matches on that show, including Okada versus the American Dragon, Brian Danson, in front of a sold-out Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan. A lot to talk about. So let, let's get into the show right now. The Rock returns. It was a huge moment. It was a huge shock. WWE played it up really well when they announced that a former WWE champion was returning to Monday Night Raw on this show on day one. And... It ended up being Jinder Mahal. This had to be a troll joke by the WWE, but Jinder Mahal comes out and he he's you know berating America, and then all of a sudden, it, out of nowhere, The Rock comes out to a huge pop, a pop where you knew everybody was shocked. So with that being said, The Rock came out, ran down Jinder Mahal, hit him with the most electrifying move in sports entertainment today, the people's elbow. And then The Rock said that he's going to go out to dinner and he asked the crowd whether he should eat in a booth, should he sit at the bar, or should he sit at the head of the table. Everybody knew what The Rock was alluding to. And now the rumor mill is going wild. Are we finally going to get The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? You have one side where this is quite possibly the biggest marquee matchup that the WWE could do in the last, you know, decade. This is a dream match. This is a matchup that's going to bring in thousands and thousands, if not millions and millions of casual fans. And then you got the other side saying, 
that the bigger story is for Cody to finish his story and to have Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns 2 at WrestleMania 40. I see a lot of people saying that this is screwing Cody out of his main event spot at WrestleMania. Now, we don't know if this matchup is going to take place at WrestleMania. We don't know if The Rock was just talking shit to tease things and then it doesn't happen. But what we do know is once The Rock said what he said on Monday Night Raw, the buzz and excitement for what could be was at an all-time high. I'm going to tell you this right now. How dare anybody say that The Rock versus Roman Reigns if that matchup takes place, it's screwing Cody Rhodes out of his story. Here's what I say. Way before Cody Rhodes even returned to the WWE, I feel like this whole bloodline storyline with Roman Reigns, where he's calling himself the head of the table, the tribal chief of the family, was a subliminal shot at The Rock to eventually get this matchup. There's no denying that that the Anuai family is quite possibly the greatest wrestling family in professional wrestling. And there's a plethora of legendary Hall of Famers in that family. Yokozuna, Umaga, Afa and Sika, Rikishi, the Usos, and more and more. There's so many names in that family. But the biggest name in that family has to be The Rock. The biggest star of that family has to be The Rock. Someone who is proud of his Samoan heritage and someone who is extremely proud of his family lineage. So for Roman Reigns to call himself the head of the table, of course, everybody for the last three, four years wanted to see The Rock step up and see what he was going to do about this, right? The story has been building up for four years. The story of Roman Reigns being the head of the table in the same family where The Rock is living in. That's the story right there. The Rock versus Roman Reigns. That's a story that's been built. Whether you think it's been built or not, whether it's been subliminal or not. Roman Reigns saying that he's the tribal chief is building a storyline within the family. That's why we've seen the Bloodline storyline. That's why we've seen break-offs like Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns. The Usos versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Because you have an egomaniac in the family, storyline-wise, who is basically running things the way he wants to run things, and no one else in the family has stepped up besides the few defectors like Jey Uso, briefly Jimmy Uso. So that's why it's a big storyline that's been built to for a long time when we think about The Rock versus Roman Reigns. I see people saying that, oh, well, you built the story between Cody and Roman, and then now you're going to drop it for The Rock. Dude. Like I said, before Cody even returned to the WWE, this whole bloodline storyline involved that whole family. I think that this sublimity was supposed to happen from the jump. So, 
that's why I think that the bigger marquee matchup would be The Rock versus Roman Reigns. And that's coming from a Cody Rhodes fan. That's coming from someone who wants to see Cody finish his story. But at the end of the day, The Rock versus Roman Reigns, that type of marquee matchup is once in a lifetime. Would I have The Rock win? No. I think Cody Rhodes is the guy to beat Roman Reigns for that title. But you do not pass up on The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Now there's another scenario. And that scenario is what if we get The Rock versus Roman Reigns on night one and Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes on night two? That scenario I don't see happening just for the simple fact that if you're going to have Roman Reigns at WrestleMania defending that title, I think you built to one big marquee matchup. And if you have both nights, I think you have... I think it's a bit of a spoiler if The Rock versus Roman Reigns is for the WWE Champion and Roman Reigns is set to defend that title against Cody Rhodes the next night. It's a bit of a spoiler that Roman Reigns is going to defend that title successfully unless you make The Rock versus Roman Reigns a non-title matchup and Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes a title matchup, then it's a little bit more unpredictable. But nonetheless, anybody who does not want to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns is closing the door on what could be a match that goes down in history. The Rock versus Roman Reigns could very well be the modern-day Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. And I don't think you have a bigger stage to do this matchup on than WrestleMania 40. I've seen some people drop the idea of maybe you have The Rock versus Roman Reigns in Perth for the uh, Elimination Chamber PLE. But just like I said months ago, Jimmy Uso versus Jey Uso is too big to do anywhere else but WrestleMania. I think the same thing applies here. The Rock versus Roman Reigns, if this is going to happen is too big of a matchup not to have on the grandest stage of them all. Therefore, I am all for The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40 as the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking about a preview of tonight's episode of AEW and a preview of New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom. So stay tuned, y'all. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We have a big episode of Dynamite tonight. It is the fallout of the World's End pay-per-view. Like I talked about on the Monday episode of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, World's End was quite a compelling pay-per-view, especially the way it ended. I hope we get some sort of an explanation from Cody Rhodes and his new uh, squad. I hope that we get a clear path for Samoa Joe because something I don't want to see is Samoa Joe be a transitional champion. I don't want to see someone like Samoa Joe get lost in the shuffle because the bigger story is Adam Cole and the Devil's Squadron. I don't know what the fuck he's calling it. But I definitely think that Samoa Joe needs a clear path. Samoa Joe now should break away from this storyline and go on a rampage, no pun intended, with the AEW Heavyweight Champion. Who's going to step up? Who's the number one contender? I hope that is revealed tonight. I hope we see a clear path. I hope we see what's next for Samoa Joe. Because like I said, Samoa Joe is a wrestling legend. Samoa Joe does not deserve to be lost in the shuffle and just a peg on the wheel of the bigger story of the Devil's Reveal. 
So with that being said, who would you like to see Samoa Joe's first AEW title defense be against? In my opinion, I think Eddie Kingston has quite the argument to be the number one contender for the AEW World Champion, especially after winning the whole Continental Classic. Yes, I know he's the Ring of Honor Champion. Yes, I know he's the New Japan Strong Openweight Champion. And yes, I know he's the AEW Continental Crown Champion. But you don't win a tournament like the Continental Classic that is the span of a whole month and not get a shot at the biggest title in the company. If you give me Eddie Kingston versus Samoa Joe... I, it doesn't even have to be on pay-per-view. Give it to me on a Dynamite in three weeks. Build up to it for the next three weeks. That matchup you know is going to be a banger. And you know it's going to be against a guy who has a rightful shot at that title. Smojo and Eddie Kingston been around in this game for quite a while. Two guys who are deceptively fast and agile for their size. Two guys where the... Casual fan may have looked down upon them because their image, but has made it to the tippy top of this industry. I definitely think that Eddie Kingston versus Samoa Joe should be the next step for Samoa Joe and the next step for Eddie Kingston. I think, though, that the overall story needs to build up to Swerve Strickland getting a AEW title shot. What more does Swerve have to do than to get a AEW title shot. What does he have to do? The man is probably the most over guy in AEW right now. The man has been on an absolute tear. Came in within inches of winning the Continental Classic Gold League. He has been in some of the biggest matches of 2023. I love that Texas death match with Hangman Page. I think that Swerve deserves to be number one contender. And I would hope that we get Samoa Joe versus Swerve Strickland for the AEW champion at Revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, AEW Dynamite is not the only show taking place tonight. If you drink some coffee, if you get some caffeine in your system, if you go to Starbucks and grab yourself a double shot espresso, you may be able to stay up to the middle of the night where you will catch New Japan Pro Wrestling's biggest show of the year. You will notice on tonight's episode of AEW, you're going to have some top stars absent, like John Moxley and Brian Danielson, because John Moxley and Brian Danielson will be competing this Wrestle Kingdom card for the IWGP Global Heavyweight Champion, a title that was created with the unification of the United States Champion and the United Kingdom Champion. We will be getting Dave Finley, leader of the Bullet Club going against Will Ospreay, my wrestler of the year in 2023, and the Death Rider, John Moxley. That matchup is going to be an absolute banger. First of all, the last time Moxley and Will Ospreay was in the ring with each other, I believe it was on a New Japan United States special show, and they absolutely killed it. Now you add Dave Finley to the mix, you're going to have a banger of a matchup. In the main events, you have two former stablemates, Wrestling for the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. The winner of the G1 Climax, you have Tatsuya Naito going against the IWGP Champion, Sonata. 
that's going to be a very good matchup. It has the intriguing story of these guys being former stablemates in Los Increnables de Japón. But the matchup I'm most excited for is the matchup between the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, and the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. This matchup is a rematch from their match at Forbidden Door 2023. And there is bad blood. Okada broke the forearm of Brian Danielson in that matchup at Forbidden Door. And when Brian Danielson returned, a tag match took place where Brian Danielson teamed up with his Blackpool Combat Club stablemate, Claudio Castagnoli, and they went against the team of Orange Cassidy and Okada. And it was in that match where Brian Danielson had his orbital bone fractured. So that is two matches where Brian Danielson is injured in a matchup with Okada. Brian Danielson vows that tonight he's going to break the forearm of Okada. He's not going to stop until Okada is injured, just like Okada injured him. We're talking about two of the best wrestlers in the world in front of one of the most historic venues in the world, the Tokyo Dome, sold out. What's better than that? You got to check out Wrestle Kingdom tonight. If not, you're missing out on what quite possibly could be an early runner for the show of the year. I know we're in January, but Wrestle Kingdom always holds up for the whole year. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'll be back here on Friday with a new episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, episode 321. We'll be talking about the fallout from AEW Dynamite tonight. We'll be talking about the fallout of Wrestle Kingdom tonight and so much more. So don't miss out. Make sure you follow along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on Twitter slash X at W underscore DeLorean Pod. If you feel like this podcast is worth it, please leave a review. I would really appreciate a review. Hit that download button. Make sure you subscribe. I love you all. Thank you so much for all my wrestling DeLorean passengers. Enjoy wrestling, y'all. Enjoy tonight's episode of Dynamite. Enjoy New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom. So much great action going on. Enjoy wrestling. Stay safe. Stay strong. Stay positive. One love. Peace out, y'all.